now. Obviously, I'm going to edit this anyway. Um, That's fine. My glasses will go on and off because I'm short-sighted, but this isn't quite... <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. Cool. Off there, on there. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's all good. So, no, thanks for coming on, Mary. I think it's okay. going to be really kind of inspiring for others to to hear. So I'm here with Mary, who's who works with us um, at Fruity Fit as well um, as a client. And I want to get Mary on today, not just to talk about what you've done with fruity fit and what you are doing now which is amazing by the way in terms of the results that, you, that you're, you're getting and the habits that you've added in but also your journey in terms of where you've come from before that so mary yeah if you introduce yourself to give people a bit of a backstory of where you're at at the moment um okay uh, well last month i was in woman's zone boom, boom. <laughs> yeah. um as a 10 i'm 11 years surviving now with stage four cancer um, and originally my prognosis was very short um, and I asked for a median because it's hard to pin people down and um, it, it was very very short indeed so I didn't really expect to be here now but I am and it's been quite a long journey and I've learned so much that I'd like to share I really want to share with people because it, at the start of my journey, I was very lucky to have a friend who was in the same or had been in the same position as me. Um, so I could ask her, but a lot of people don't have somebody who's been through this. They, when you've been diagnosed with cancer, um, it can be very, very lonely. Um, that's on the telly advert as well, about the lonely journey. And it really can, because nobody really gets it unless you've got cancer or had cancer. So I suppose I'd really like to speak to people. There's three groups of people. One, people who haven't had cancer and who are looking to prevent cancer. You know, they don't want it. So let's have a lifestyle that might help us avoid getting cancer. Secondly, people who have got or had um just the first stage cancer and hopefully they're cured or or will be cured and operated on and the third set of people would be people like me who've got stage four cancer and it's not my cancer isn't curable um however 11 years on it's treatable and I'm still going and I'm still able to put on weight Matt <laughs> <laughs> I still got that monkey on my shoulder that tells me to do the wrong thing <laughs> So there you are. <laughs> yeah, no. And um, I think it'd be good to to go through first and foremost, just kind of before we go into that, because I, I think it's important to, you know, I've you know, no one really knows what it's like until obviously it would it would happen. And, you know, unfortunately, you got that. You got, mm. tell us about, you know, what happened when you were diagnosed. Yeah. And what how that how that went. Like, because I, I think. The, the reason being is I think this will help a lot of people from a point of view of managing it and, and actually being aware of it, but also things that you're doing now to, to stay positive to, and what's helped you as well, not just with Fruity Fit, but way before that as well. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. It's the psychological side of it. That's been the most difficult for me, really. I mean, treatment's not fun, but it's, it's the mental side of it that I really have struggled with um and that's staying positive you just mentioned it 
Yeah. yeah and, <laughs> and people say, oh, stay positive. Yeah. Well, how can I? Yeah. <laughs> I've only got so many months to live. I mean, <laughs> I can't stay positive, but I, I learned to do that. And I learned um, concrete ways. You can't just stay positive. If someone says, oh, get positive, stop stop being so negative. I just, oh, just wanted to punch him, basically. So there you are. <laughs> yeah, and I think, you know, like, it's like, you know, when you relate it to food, like, you know, if you say don't eat that, yeah, want that, like pink elephant. If it's like be positive, be positive, the more we try in, oh, in any aspect, the harder it gets, right? So so what, what have you... What have you kind of, I guess, before we go into what you did to stay positive, like yes. what emotions were going through your head? Like, tell us kind of. Uh, okay. When, when they sat me down, I had no idea. I was 44. I had got a little bit of breathing problems and the doctor, actually, the doctor had been saying, oh, well, your fat misses may cock fat people get asthma and they've been treating me for asthma uh, for about six months, actually. Um, but this is 11 years ago now. I think they're a bit more switched on now. Um, and yes, I was fat. So I was I was taking the treatments. Nothing was working. And then one day my doctor said, oh, you're pretty fat. You probably got a um, clot in your lung. So off you go to a hospital. And they just sat me down the next day after doing scans and said, no, sorry, it's not. It's cancer through both your lungs, your liver everywhere. And it all started from there. And it was just so frightening. It was so, oh, I've got the cat again. <laughs> Here she is. <laughs> she bit me this morning, didn't she? <laughs> anyway, so I might have to run in a minute. Um, yeah, so so it was just so frightening. I felt just completely helpless. Because all of a sudden, from being fit mare, I mean, okay, I was fat and fit, but I was reasonably fit with a, a bit of breathlessness. Um, I went from this ordinary, I just would, would never be the same again. And I think whatever your cancer diagnosis, even if it's stage one, you still feel terrible. You know, I mean, how come? This isn't this isn't the me that I know. This is somebody different. It, it's, you're just never quite the same again, but it's how to work with that. Matt it's it's how to um so it's helplessness really and fear and I learned over the years how to work with it and that's really what I'd like to share with people yeah no absolutely and I think you know even the connotations with the word right just hearing yeah. the word well, the on the stage it can be yeah well I lost my yeah so um yeah tell us that how do you how did you stay positive like what what did you do to stay positive so really when you're helpless and you're afraid you become a victim really you you or i did i i became you know poor mayor poor i was i was very hopeless and what i needed to do was take control instead of become that victim that that sort of hopeless mare who is going to die probably quite soon that's what they said I don't know still here though <laughs> um 
so I became very helpless and very fearful and very anxious. And you talk about a monkey on your shoulder. I had the dinosaur on my shoulder that used to come around and go, oh, you're going to die. Mm. Oh, you've got cancer. Oh. And I, I just spent my whole life in this state of anxiety. And I needed to fix that somehow. And I didn't know how to fix that. So I... I did a lot of research. Everybody, I think, who gets cancer, or a lot of people who get cancer, if they're like me, so I found two two sets of people in my experience. There's people who don't want to know, and that's great, and that's the way they tackle it. But with me, I wanted to know. Um, I wanted to know everything. I wanted to know. I have a very high need for information, so much so that my oncologist sent me off to a doctor's um, conference in London. Oh, and wow. she, said, she said, I'm supposed to go to this, but you can go. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to a doctor's conference about metastatic cancer then, uh, which was very informative. So I needed, I had that high need for information. And that gave me the sense that I was doing something to it gave me control it gave me my power back again that I knew what was going on and I nowadays things are so much better you actually have a say in your treatment they they work with the patient um in 11 years ago it wasn't quite as good as it is now in that respect um so I sort of had to be a bit more demanding um yeah so when I started to take control, which was actually in one of the books that, that I was reading about how they did a study on rats and the rats that had control over their pain were the ones that did better with cancer. And I thought, oh, well, I, I need to embrace this. I need to do this. Um, well, what could I control? I can control how healthy I am. I can control my diet. I can control my exercise. I can try and take back that mental, um, you know, people say, well, stay positive. Well, how can I? There's nothing to be positive about. Well, there is. You have to find something concrete to be positive about. Mm -hmm. um, and that was my thing. Once I started to take control, I then began, began to look at my diet, look at my exercise. How do I stay the most healthy I can to receive my treatments? You know, whatever it was. They said I'd never have an operation. I did in the end. Um, and how I can change things myself to make things happen for me, to edge myself into the, the those people who live longer with cancer, mm. which is what I've done. And, uh, you know, and alongside the national health medical treatment which is the most important thing i've um assisted myself and that's through diet exercise um i can there's a very long list mindfulness meditation um i think your tai chi classes are quite good actually i love that because yeah, yeah. that's very mindful as well keeps you grounded mm -hmm. um so that's people would say stay positive I couldn't go oh I'm going to live I'm going to be healthy I'm going to that doesn't do anything you actually have to do something about it take control um like the books all say people who take control do better um so I I did my research I found internet not so necessarily as useful because it's not regulated um 
I've got several books that I read quite quickly and I changed my diet and every and lifestyle immediately. But that was 11 years ago and I didn't have freaky fit, fritchy fit, sorry. <laughs> I always do that. Fritchy, fritchy. Yeah. <laughs> so, and actually now it's, I'm, I am really pleased that I found fritchy fit because it's helping me again because I've lost my way over the last two or three years with COVID. I've got hip trouble, um, haven't been exercising, diet slipped a bit. I'm thinking, oh dear, this isn't good. You know, I'm eating to try and prevent my cancer growing anymore or um, obviously alongside the national health treatments and stuff. But um, yeah, so that that's where I was. The diet and the exercise gives me hope, gives me a focus on um, it. That sort of is my positive thinking because because I've got hope that I will be here in years to come and I have the focus on the diet the exercise the healthy living then I don't worry so much because I trust it and that trust I trust that I'll still be here even though right at the start of my journey I was laughed at <laughs> definitely and it's it's unusual for for someone with metastatic cancer like me to still be here or it, it was then I don't think it is now I think I think things are improving a lot more yeah so nowadays if you are diagnosed with metastatic cancer I think your chances of going on for a long long time are much higher than they were but 11 years ago it was a bit dire mm. um but I I also feel it's a really important message to for people to keep fit and healthy who haven't got cancer or who have had like an early stage stage one cancer operated had the treatment and are off treatment hang on a second think about preventing cancer from coming back you know and so, then that gives you control mm -hmm. yes yeah and it is it's a real difficult one isn't it because when you look at the research i remember you know when i was at um Oxford brooks university especially when we we covered you know, the role of nutrition and exercise around that. And obviously there's genetics in there as well. There's lots of other variables, smoke yeah, and yeah. lifestyle to sleep, all these things. But it, I actually remember being in there and they were like, so what's a, you know, people asking like, you know, how much alcohol can, is, is binge drinking worse than the odd drink? And it was like, yeah. the, the researcher was like, there's no, there's no like recommended amount. It's no. just all, no. but, you know, in life in general, it's, it's all about risk and reward, isn't it? Mm. What we're willing to do. But in terms of the, the role of exercise and nutrition in it, it always had an amazing effect, but obviously you've got the psychology side of it. Whereas, you mm. know, if, like, you know, if you've been diagnosed and then someone says, well, let's start a big regime straight away and exercise that could, that could work out negative to a lot of people because it's, you know, yeah. it's a lot to take on and then, you know, finding the right type of I think mine came on I do say that to people that's quite right because um my diet I did change stuff reasonably quickly but I refined it over the first two years so it wasn't a like you're doing a healthy lifestyle <laughs> and I was 17 and a half stone when I was uh, first diagnosed and I lost weight over the summer eating healthily Mm -hmm. and exercise exercise helped my mood actually yeah. 
Um, which which is like staying positive, isn't it? Like instead yeah. of try to stay positive, what can we? What can I do? And it's yes. something that we ask all exactly. the time. You know, what can I do today to create energy to create positivity? Because yeah. it won't it won't just come. You know. No, no. And I find actually uh, waking up in the morning and going in my garden <laughs> and doing a um, a one minute workout with yeah. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> And my neighbours are looking over going, what's she, what the heck she doing? <laughs> and I'm normally outside. I've got the phone propped up on the wall and I'm doing me because I can't do a lot of hip stuff because I've got a bad hip. Um, starts off my day really well. Thank you. <laughs> it's that control, isn't it? It's, yes. it's control. You know, yes. like, I like what you said about that control. It, it gives you something to, at, these are my critical minimums, if you yeah. like. If I get done, I know I've got them done. And it's, matching what you can do with your expectations like you said about your hip as well like yeah. doing things that you can do even if it's five minutes ten minutes one minute whatever that is do that multiple times we know that helps with yeah. insulin sensitivity which is all linked to our blood sugar levels our hunger level potentially yes. weight as well so yes. yeah yeah well i mean there's certain things that i also control like i avoid um high sugar foods high refined diet no no not for cancer um there's quite a lot of things ways i approach it mm. um but of course that's that's something i tend to talk about privately with people anyway um yeah and i think yeah what suits me doesn't suit everybody else you know we ha- we each have to find our own way mm. yeah absolutely and and i think you know like i think what they've told you just keep doing what you're doing right yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have yeah so yeah, and what, what do you feel has kind of helped the most over the years? Well, I wrote a list earlier. Hang on, here's yeah. my list. Asking for help was the first one. Actually, not just sitting on your own, worrying, thinking, oh, maybe I won't be here in six years' time. <laughs> Actually saying, look, I need help with this. I'm struggling. Asking for help with from your doctors, asking for help family family actually really want the help mm. I know when when my own mother died of breast cancer um she shut me out and I desperately wanted to help her and she wouldn't talk about it she wouldn't let me near her and I I really really wanted to be there for her and I felt that helplessness and I still feel that today and so with my own kids because my all my kids were at school um I just opened up and said look this is I didn't say every detail but this is the problem (laughs) and when I cried they saw me cry I'm afraid and and they did see me upset but then they were able to help me you know mum I'll get you a cup of tea mum I'll do this and in fact that I think that helped them that they could help me um because they felt useful and that gave them some control. And actually that word control is really important because uh, we none of us want to feel helpless, do we? So I, yeah. so asking for help and accepting help when it's offered. Yeah, and not well. feeling like you can't say yes to that, I guess, because um, it's difficult for everyone, isn't it? The people go, mm. do they, I don't want to get, too, I don't want to go over the top, but do, yeah. do I need to ask for permission? But yeah, it's, it's quite a, I don't think it's talked about enough, like, that side of things well for me as well being stage four 
and that that meant my cancer was incurable and in fact it was very widespread through my lungs my liver plus everywhere and I got a lung full of fluids I wasn't breathing and it was it was very dire for me um and so of course the hospice were involved and the oh dear my children used to scream down the stairs mom the death nurse is coming <laughs> she used to she used to pull up her car next to my house and and the kids would scream and I would be going shh and um in fact the hospice our local hospice was absolutely fantastic but I found that really hard mentally to deal with the but of course anyone who's not stage four doesn't get that but I was um and in the meantime wow they've been amazing they've given me help with money they've you know not actual money but financial advice and things things that I would have never realized um hospices help with so that was that's my journey um and I'm still on the books but hey 11 years on (laughs) um so yeah asking for help was the first one and accepting help and finding things like um fruity fit which I wish I'd had 11 years ago um because that would have definitely helped me because I had so much weight to lose I had you know I needed to get on this healthy lifestyle quite quickly um uh, it was quite urgent for me to do that uh and I would have appreciated it but I'm here now so uh the other thing research but not uh, there's a load of rubbish out there so you have to be careful with research was really helpful books were really helpful my first ever book am I allowed to show a book yeah yeah sure it's that one and it's anti-cancer a new way of life and it had studies it had actual science in it and the other one I like was that one and that actually has it's a very colorful book with lots of different foods that you can eat to try and help prevent cancer and that I love that one and that gave me focus mm. helped me with a hope helped yeah. me think oh things aren't that bad I've got some control over things um and I think that's know. the key thing control right because mm. you and the great thing about if they cite the studies you can if you were to google that study yeah. you could then go into that study and look even deeper yes. because you know research is a very big spectrum and remember mm. research is looking at what happens on average to the average person and you know when you're faced with what you're faced with you know at the end of the day if it says right let's try x amount of this food try and increase this food at at the very least it's probably going to have some antioxidant benefits at the very least it's probably it might just help in terms of weight loss and indirectly these can all have impacts and positive well I I do remember going to uh our local hospital and the radiologist looking at me and oh I stank as well because I used to eat a lot of ginger and garlic (laughs) I'm garlic nan I'm (laughs) (laughs) that's what the kids call me garlic nan (laughs) so I I and I used to go in and stink everyone out with the turmeric and then garlic and and my teeth are still brown because of the turmeric (laughs) but hey um and I remember her sitting me down and saying, you do realise that there is no proof for this diet, don't you? And I said, well, yes, but I don't really mind because it suits me. I feel really healthy on it. I'm now cycling 10 miles a day when I was 17 and a half stone and sitting 
doing you know not able to breathe yeah um and even if it's a placebo effect i don't care it's working for me and to be honest i'm here 11 years later than they said um so i just you know most of the diet i i keep doing however i eat too much <laughs> so i get fat <laughs> and i haven't been exercising because of my bad hip so you've been helping a lot with that thank you yeah and, and on that like um mm. what if you want to share kind of what you have achieved so far since joining fruity fit as well in terms of how you found that in terms of because obviously like you said you you kind of felt yourself with COVID and everything going mm. backwards a bit yeah where are you, where were you not, at like well I've put on weight I'm not quite back to where I was originally I'm not going to share with you how much I'm a couple of stone less than that but I'm still pretty fat and um, that was over COVID and the fact that I've got a um, hip that's completely um, worn out as the surgeon said it's completely worn out there's other words I use for it um so what was the question sorry uh yeah just where you were at before joining um oh so yeah covid had meant i didn't really want to go out because i was shielding i had my shielding letter um i wasn't really going anywhere i my hip was too sore to do much exercise and then i got quite down a bit lonely i'm quite a sociable person um so I put on weight, then the diet slips a bit, doesn't it? But not completely because it's quite important I carry on. But I was just eating more than I was using, um, really unfit, uh, pretty sad, actually. Um, managing, I had children living with me, shielding with me. So I was managing the children. So I was very, very busy as well as all this. And now... Uh, actually things are improving a lot my mood's lifted like I say when I get up in the morning um I get out there do me <laughs> do yourself buddy <laughs> I'm up and doing all that um that you you did one of your videos was on light as well and the effect that light has in the morning so I'm up up there looking at the getting some sunshine first thing in the morning I'm out walking I think it's given me again, it's given me that focus I need. Um, because there it is your three things, the food, focus, fitness. Yeah. So the focus I need to actually think, um, sorry, food, fitness, focus, isn't it? I need to think where do I need to focus today in order to help myself in, in um move forward, really. Mm. And I've lost half a stone. I have lost half a stone and yeah. I've kept it off, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, despite oh. weddings and parties and <laughs> and I didn't eat the kids food at the weekend so um and I love the videos all, all your videos but I'm afraid I don't I don't do any rigid maybe I need to be a bit more um plan it a bit better my meals I don't plan well enough at the moment and I need to but the videos I tend to, it's like a box of chocolates. And I think, what do I need today? And I have a look and see, oh, I could do with that. A bit of motivation. So I do yeah. that. Thanks, Matt. No, that's great. And actually, like, you, like you, you don't have to change it all at once. And you're, you're back yeah. to it. You're focusing on that. You're getting in the short workouts, getting in that walk, getting in the daylight, the Tai Chi mm -hmm. you've been doing as well. Like, yeah. all of these come into it. And then 
yes, you could maybe plan better, but there's always going to be something that we could possibly do better. And yeah. we always describe it like kind of spinning plates a little bit. You know, there's always, you just got to make sure you keep your eye on all the plates. They're spinning around and you don't want to drop them all on there as well. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, no, cool. And, and kind of what would you say to anyone who's thinking of thinking of joining and in terms of Richie Fit? I'd say, uh, because you did this free freebie thing, didn't you? And yes, I would I say do yeah. one of those. Mm-hmm. And I would also say have a look at the the videos that you've um put up. You've got some free ones, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I would say have a look at those because I mean I didn't know you from Adam a few months ago. And mm. now I just feel much more positive, much more switched on. Yeah. I find your the way you are on the videos is very motivating as well. It's like, Matt's doing this, I've got to keep doing this. (laughs) If he can get up at six in the morning and do his (laughs) Duracell bunny running, I can do it too. (laughs) So that's, and that's the way it is. And it is really, really motivating. And I found the catch up as well, because that's it. It holds me to account with what I'm doing, which isn't always brilliant, as you know. Mm. And uh, it sort of it's it's somebody there that is actually um, invested in me and in in what I'm doing to help myself and my family. I mean, after eleven years of cancer, my family are really like, oh, you know, bugger off, mum. <laughs> in the nice way, I'm sure. <laughs> they don't want to hear it, you know, me banging on about how fat I am or how like, oh, I really want to do this, but I'm I'm struggling. But that is something that you've been there to do. Sorry, but <laughs> it's really helped me with the motivation and and the um just having someone there who's invested in me and helping me. Because I don't want to put it on my husband either too much because, you know, he does enough for me. And it when you're a bit lost, it's quite nice to have help getting the focus back again. Yeah, and I think it comes back to you, what you said about, you know, what's helped the most over the years, mm. about asking for help. Like, yeah. you know, one of the key things, that, you know, regardless of anything else, like when you look at weight loss studies and, Mm. who does what's the what's the the variable that stays the same despite low carb high carb all these diets is that they can all work for people providing there's a level of support whether that is from family friends coaches fruity fit whoever like the the support is is one thing that seems to be consistent in all the studies yes which is which is fascinating yeah Mm. Mm. and there was um one question that you said the are you sure question that you've oh yeah yeah that's so key even as uh like in nutrition as well like to me even question me I love someone saying you know there's there is some videos I do where you know mm. people say, what about this what about this and, and they've got all got great points and I think you can always justify but yeah talk us through that the the key question that's stuck with you throughout your journey well my journey obviously is quite different to a lot of people's journey because most people aren't diagnosed as stage four straight away Mm. and so my journey was a bit dire at the start 
um, because they were just saying, well, that's it really, you know. <laughs> oh, so are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> Yesterday <laughs> I was only 44 and perfectly fit as far as I knew, and now I'm not. So it, it was, <laughs> I think it started there. Um, but it is the question that I found most helpful. And it helps with, with everything, actually, even with the children. If if the um, doctors, are, this is awful, I shouldn't admit this, but if the doctors are busy and my child here has, um, I don't know, sinusitis or something, and, and I can tell they're really, really sick, and the doctors don't really want to see them unless they're really, really sick. And they say, oh, you know, are you sure it's, is it an emergency? And I'll say to them, are you sure it's not? <laughs> and that that word, are you sure, makes people think. So I'll say, like with my uh, breast lump, in the end, they took it out because they said, well, they were saying to me, oh, well, you know, there's cancer in your lungs and liver will be the ones that kill you so not much point in taking the breast lump out and they and I I said are you sure and they said well not really so I said well then send me to somewhere you will be sure so they sent me to London and the professor there said "Mm, definitely worth taking the breast lump out and he was sure and that that's the that's the thing sometimes and with the best will in the world, medical people will do what they have to do. They have their rules they have to go by. But just sometimes you say, are you sure? Are you sure that's the right treatment for me? Um, and that's, I'm sure, I'm sure that saved my life a few times. Mm. Just asking. Yeah, know. I think it's a, it's a powerful question that we <laughs> take a lot for granted, don't we? And yeah, it, yes. it helps us all stop. I mean, you know, you can apply that, are you sure, to anything, can you? You can. You can apply that to, yeah. oh, there's a quality street tin. Are you sure you want one? Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> that awareness, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, my monkey's sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> monkey's already sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and to question everything. You know, I think but, that's, that's a positive. And the curiosity with, with cancer especially, it's very easy to be frightened and shut down because you're frightened um but trying to open up and be curious about the treatment and not just go you know close my eyes get it done and and that curiosity the are you sure are we sure this is the right treatment for me all that sort of thing um curiosity is an important part but it's very easy to close down if you're frightened yeah 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 yeah, no, thank you for sharing that. Um, I think there's a lot of positives from that in terms of, you know, everything from your your journey with cancer as well. And then also, you know, hopefully that, even if that helps one other person, you know, just in terms of your control, some of the key points that you've said on there, I think are so powerful for anyone, not to mention what you've done around getting back to it, losing the half a stone, getting back to the habits, Working around what you can do with your with you your You still get well. fat on an anti-cancer diet. That's the trouble. <laughs> I can still eat enough because it's so nice. It really is. Nice. <laughs> but what I would I would like to share with people that I am happy to talk to anyone who wants to talk about That's diet. Good. What I can never give advice, but I can 
say what suits me yeah um, and what I've done and even my medics although they can't there's lots of legality around what you can say and what you can't I think but they can't say oh the diet's helping but they have told me not to change anything mm. after 11 years and I'm still stable don't change anything yeah. Mary so even they think now that there's something in diet, exercise, healthy living, all that sort of thing. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, and I guess one thing we didn't talk about, did, did you have any fears about joining Fruity Fit before? Like, was there anything that you thought, oh, no, they won't be able to do it? I was a bit scared about meeting people, but in fact, I haven't met anyone yet. I am perhaps thinking about coming to the Christmas do. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in fact, it suited me because it's online. There's so many different things. I'm, I'm busy. I could be busy all day with Fruity Fit, which I'm not because I've got kids to look after and things like that. Um, so I was a bit frightened about coming in. But now that I've done some of the online stuff, I'm less frightened. So I might come yeah. in and see people at some point. Yeah. It was, I was a bit afraid it would be too dramatic, too quick, but it's been very gradual and very helpful and motivating. And I was all, all a little bit worried it wouldn't be worth the money. Sorry, Matt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's a normal, um, yeah. But it has been, it absolutely has been. And my mood is so much better than it was. I'm so more, much more positive, Um, but not that hopelessly chant oh I'm positive I'm positive because that's useless I'm positive because I'm doing something about it yeah 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 no brilliant that's great to to hear and and keep it going any like yeah like just real really good progress with what you've done so far and yeah just keep it going I'm gonna do better I'm gonna do better yeah, that's that's with everyone though, right? Like we always, we're never perfect. Like, you know, will I do another set of pull-ups on that? I'm not sure I should do, but I will do now. After I hate that, that word should. I hate the word should. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, I get to do rather than should. See the difference? Yeah. yeah. I get to do pull-ups today because I, I can, you know? Yes, and I want to do it. Yeah. Do I really want to do this. Yes. <laughs> so that I can feel like this yeah. the reasons oh in my book where's my freaky book freaky book i've actually put uh so i can get to them really quickly i've put my oh, hunger okay. levels thing and my reasons for doing it on a tab that i can just open uh, okay. it up. yeah <laughs> that's key like there's so I did, I did a post yesterday actually on um online just exactly about that about you know sometimes when you're lacking motivation just just we just need to go back to the whys like I want to lose weight and get fit because mm. and go deeper because I want to get I want to move more because yeah. and you yeah. go deeper deeper I want to get up and down on the floor to play with the kids I want to be running around there I want to be chasing them on their bike mm. all of these things like then it becomes a bit more real mm. Mm. yeah yes but with me if it's not easy to get at and I haven't put tabs on my thing I won't look, my monkey will take me off and do something else. So yeah. I have to be, it has to be very easy. And actually the Fruity Fit is very easy to navigate. And I love the Facebook thing and the Zoom stuff. Not that I've done online things live, but I have done catch-ups and things. So yeah. 
Yeah, and that's, your body doesn't care when and where, how you do it, right? Whether you do it with us in person, online, catch up. The key thing is that you do it. Yeah. And that's where that support and accountability comes in as well. And so, yeah. so well done for showing up and doing it. We can only provide yeah. what we can, but it's it's always yeah. a two-way thing. So well done. Thank you. Cool. No, thank you for that, Mary. No awesome. problem.